1: Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, J. Ryle.
3: Good Sunday morning to you folks. Today is March 3rd, 2024, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the J. Ryle Show.
4: Uh, Let president. me ask you
3: a question. What do you want? Why to ask? Why, are
4: talking, why, why are we always talking about Trump? Why we always why we always
3: talking about Trump? Because you know why? Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because we need to be we need to be the ones that sounds the alarm on this clown. That's why.
5: I'm
3: sorry.
4: Is he getting? They're not giving it free. What does that mean? Really? Really? Did we just talk about did we just talk about what Trump said? What
3: type of free advertisement is he getting, Mr. Elias? Not gonna sit back in his letter and just let them say what he wanna say without uh, going at him? It's crazy. I get no damn free wow. advertisement on this show. It's crazy. Well
4: hey, uh, as a matter of fact, we, let's see how these things that he dominating here. Uh, the first said was he's dominating. I don't give a Am damn, right but, but,
3: the, but the bottom line is, is that we're the opposition. We're not sitting here and saying, oh, Donald Trump is saying this, and, and we're just going to let him say what he wants to say. No, what we do is, we provide context to that nonsense that he spews every day and every week. You have to rise up and stand up. You can't sit back and <laughs> let people say what they want to say without challenging it, period. It's, to me,
4: It's, it's, it's not me. I, mean, I I don't even watch the news half the time anymore, because I'm sick of hearing about him. I'm well, there you go. If, if, if people have that choice, I'm sick of it. People have that choice. I'm sick of it. They're them talking about what, what what's going on in the country and how good the economy is and this and that. What
3: do they do? They love the Trump. Trump did this today.
4: Oh, he did this today. Oh, he did this today. He's dominating percent
3: So, so, so what do you want people to do then, Mr. Elliott? You want news outlets to ignore what's going on? Don't you think that yeah, those is negative? About, headlines? About, well, what are you talking about?
4: about? How about How about how the show is not dominated by Donald Trump?
3: I tell you what, it's it's, it's easy to cheer for the Chiefs. Tell you what, you come up with all the topics for next week, and we'll talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. How about that? Okay, no problem. There you go, no problem.
1: Online radio at its best. Good morning, Lord. Today is the start of a brand new day. I come to you with Thanksgiving and praise. I ask you today, Lord God, to forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me, Heavenly Father, for the things I have done that is not pleasing to you. I repent of all my sins. Please forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I worship you, my Lord, and give you thanks for all you have done. I praise you with all my heart Lord today is a brand new day and I do not know what it will bring so I come to you for guidance please lead me in all the things that I will do today please give me a clear mind to make the right decisions I know that your mercies are new every morning and great is your faithfulness so before I start my day I want to thank you and worship you in spirit and in truth for all things you have done in my life and what you're about to do today I know Lord God that there is nothing impossible with you and all your plans are good and perfect Lord let me not go on my own understanding today But in all my ways help me as I go and start my day be with me and guide me with your Holy Spirit that I may do what is right and be pleasing to you I want to start today with an offering of praise and worship to you with all my heart and all my soul let me forgive all who have hurt me yesterday and in the past please allow me to have a fresh new beginning today filled with your blessing and favor forgive me Lord God for all my sins and be merciful to me use me today that you may be proud of me and that I may delight you in all my ways that the people around me today Be generous and considerate towards me and towards one another. Let me be a blessing to everyone today. Please give me peace and let me be patient in everything I do. Let your angels surround and protect me today. In the name of your Son, Jesus, I love you. Amen.
3: Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is our calling number. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is the serious side of the J Routh show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the PJRS Radio Network online radio. And it's best of course, I'm J Routh. Thank you, thank you so much for spending a portion of your Sunday morning with us. And as always, I never share this great stage and platform by myself. I got my brother from another mother, the one and only Mister L to the E to the S in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you?
4: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you and Juan. Good morning, Nesta. good morning, Mama B. Pon. good morning, Kathleen. Juan. good morning, Danny Music. Pon. good morning, Real dia Pon.
3: good morning, Rich Sister. And good morning, my brother, Hawk. And good morning, my brother, Jamal. The number is 347 2, 2. Vanessa's off today, and you know what Vanessa's doing. When Vanessa's not here, she's on the water. So uh, uh, be safe out there, Vanessa, and uh, we can't wait until you come back. And, of course, Jerome usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. But uh, if you listen to this show every week, you know it's time to wrap and clap things that will not make the agenda today. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, big story, though, I saw uh, this week, Miss Elias, and I thought it was interesting. And so, and you know, we talk about black or black crime, and we talk about how, you know, in some cases, should we or should we not criticize other brothers and sisters? I have a different viewpoint on that. I know sometimes Jerome is like, well, you know, we should be careful. Yeah, I think that we need to call a spade a spade. But here's the story that I thought was interesting. A black professor forced to get armed security after showing cops don't kill blacks disproportionately. Have you heard the story, (laughs) Mr. Elliott?
4: No, I have not, Jay. I have not heard that story at
3: all. Okay, so So economist Roland Fryer was caught in a frenzy after publishing a paper that found no racial bias in police shootings, recalling that his colleague, he had colleagues warning him that his study could be career-ending. The Harvard professor, shared his experience with a guy by the name of Barry Weiss. He's a journalist for the Free Press. And when he published a paper researching racial bias in Houston policing, he recalled that people around him approved of the first portion of the paper that found police were twice as likely to use non-fatal force against blacks and Hispanics than those of other races. Now oh. the issue came with a latter part of a study that found not only were blacks not more likely to be shot than their white counterparts, but it was also but it also meant that more than likely police would use their firearms against white suspects. <laughs> so yeah. Fryer shared the, okay, Fryer shared even he was surprised with the results. He recruited eight fresh research assistants to redo the data and they found the same results as before hmm so let's continue so, so but after he confirmed the data it was ready to share that's when all hell broke loose according to the professor it was 101 pages this academic economist economist paper economics paper i'm sorry with 150 page uh, uh, appendix okay he stated it was posted for four minutes before I got my first email that this is full of SHIT and so it goes on to talk about how he had to have armed security but here's the situation this guy is saying Mr. Elias and remember he said in the Houston area let's make sure we point that out but he said he was surprised by the data and he had it checked twice Uh, what do you think about this thing man he needs armed security now because people are saying look that's some horse doo doo and we don't give a damn we coming after (laughs) him because once again this is a situation where African Americans are being not represented in the facts and in the data but he's saying that the data's clean your comments
4: you know I I couldn't say nothing about uh, the Texas area but what I can tell you about is that in Chicago they're they gunning them down. They're gunning un, unarmed black men down like it's nobody's business. They went into a man's apartment. His last name was Goodlow. right? They they shot this man. He was unarmed, sleeping in his bed, and they shot him. Unarmed, and he was sleeping in his bed. And then after they shot him and he got up, they tased him. They shot him in the chest. They tased him after that. But, hey, you know, you know, they, they, they're not more likely to have white folks than black folks. Give me a break. You, took, you, took, you maybe took a small area and, 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 and got your data compiled. Do it nationwide, partner. Do it nationwide. Don't, don't, just don't, don't, don't compartmentalize something and, 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 and say it's this area. It's only the Houston area that this is happening in. And then put out a paper about it. No. Do the entire nation. If you want to be honest and truthful about it, do the entire nation. And let me know how, how it works out for you. I just see why people
3: are upset about it. I can't. Hmm. Well. Wow. Well, people are upset, but the facts are the facts. The numbers are the numbers. And so even he didn't believe him at first. And he had his research specialist to go back and redo it. And uh, once again, the results were the same. So, uh, but hey, listen, I hear you. I, I, I couldn't believe it either. But for this man to need armed, uh, you know, security is ridiculous. Um, uh, So you know, at the end of the day, two wrongs don't make a right. So now this man is worried about his life because he put out some numbers, and I don't know what you know. And I didn't, you know, I didn't read the whole article, but you know, I'm wondering what provoked him to even, you know, commission this study in the first place. Uh, Maybe he was trying to prove the fact that you know, cops are being, blacks are being shot by police more than, you know, than their white counterparts. But at the end of the day, the numbers threw him a curveball, and so. Man, he's dealing with that uh, unfortunate situation oh, yeah. that, that now that, people
4: that, are coming after Yeah, but you're 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 com- com- compartmentalizing a, a certain area to say this. Well, so yeah, whites are why, yeah, that, that, that that that's no, that's not a fair assessment of the United States of America.
3: Well, he didn't Hell, say it, it was.
4: Okay, it's, and, and this it's, area. Whites are shot more, uh, uh, more 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 likely to shot, be shot by black uh, be shot by officers than blacks in this area. That or is he saying that and and, and that whites uh, are more uh, likely to be shot by police than blacks?
3: You I don't mean, know you come I, out with. it. I don't know. I, I think when you conduct studies, you say, okay, look, I got to find something that represents the nation. So Houston is kind of a melting pot. So you can't, you know, first of all, you're not going to have the money or the res- the resources to do the whole nation. So you say, okay, let me take something that represents the whole nation to a certain degree. It's the fourth largest city in the nation. Uh, you know, you have, like, millions and millions of people here. Let's conduct the study here. And, you know, once again they were like, wow. So maybe if he would had conducted the study in Chicago maybe he would have gotten a different result. I don't know why he chose Houston. I don't believe it. But, you know, as I think about it I don't hear of a lot of... Uh, police shootings uh in the area. To be honest with you, of African American men, unarmed African American men, just to stick with that tune. Uh with that tone I should say. But, you know, once again, I have no idea why he chose uh Houston. I have no idea. But nevertheless, the data threw him a curveball. Maybe that's what he was looking for. I I, I don't know. Uh but but anyway, it's it's uh it's crazy. But we both can agree that this man shouldn't you know he doesn't need to have. He shouldn't have to have to hire uh, security, right, to protect himself because he conducted a study. Do we both agree on that? Correct.
4: Yeah, he okay. shouldn't have to hire. his data, you know, that I mean, that's his data. Or whatever, he shouldn't have security. But you also, you also should realize that the repercussions of you making a study like this is gonna cause you some hell. Cause you know you you you're, you're, you're you know if you look at Breonna Taylor, what what did what they what did she do to die? You know, where, 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 where you, you know you conduct the studies, you, you need to go nationwide. Barton. I'm sorry, but just to sit there and say that you know in this area, okay, fine, that's that area. But to say blacks are more likely, to uh, white's are more likely to get shot than blacks, I guarantee you a uh, lot. You know Trayvon Martin's mother. Or, I'm sorry, Tamir Rice's mother would tell you something damn different. He was shot by cops in the, in, the, in the park playing with a toy gun. There was another brother that was in Ohio, was walking down the aisle of Walmart. I'm trying to remember his name as we speak. He was walking down the aisle with a BB gun that he was going to purchase. And they called the cops on him and killed him in Walmart. Because they said he had a, he had a, he had a, a gun in his store. But he was taking the gun up to the aisle. Uh, to the register they pay for it. So, when
3: you talk about these issues, man, go nationwide. Don't just go one area. Well, once again, I don't know, man. Listen, at the end of the day, I think when you do studies, once again, you you have to be in a situation you don't have the money and the resources to go and do a nationwide study. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, I could just say, hey, those were the results of his uh, study and, uh, hey, once again, black folks, we can do better than that. Let's not threaten a man because of the numbers. The numbers don't lie. If those are the numbers, then maybe what you should do is, like Mr. Elias suggested, go to another city and do the results. Uh, and then maybe you should do each city one year at a time and then compile your results and say, okay, based on, you know, Chicago, Houston, New York, L.A., whatever, here are the numbers and see what Dude, the numbers well, say. Do your four major
4: cities
3: at least Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, maybe you do that And you get some better numbers, but once again And at the end of the day, if you felt And if you feel that uh, You know, once again, do you hide The numbers, do you come back and say, well I got The results, you know You you, you talk to colleagues and they were saying, look Don't produce this, it's going to cause some You know, it's going to cause some issues So do do you say, hey You know what, I'm, I'm not going to you know, produce the findings. I think you have to if you've made, and I don't know what it takes to get commissioned to do whatever, maybe because you got monies for this, you're required to release what the results are. I have no idea. But anyway, he, you know, at the end of the day, shame on you folks for requiring this man uh, to have armed security. It's crazy. All right, one last story real quick before we get into the show. Uh, 59 years since uh, the anniversary, Bloody Sunday's coming up. uh, Vice President will commem- commemorate this uh, This. This. Uh, I don't, you know, I hate when we talk about anniversaries I, I guess for me if it's a lot, if there was a lot of bloodshed uh, I, you know, are we celebrating it or are we recognizing it? I think maybe the better term is we're recognizing the 59th anniversary. It's nothing to celebrate because a lot of people died that day. Your thoughts on it, Mr. Delia, mm-hmm. before we go to break
4: um, pet, It's on the Pattis Bridge yeah, Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yeah, that, that, yep. yeah, that, um, yeah, uh, unbelievable, man. They, they, they're those for, for, for somebody for marching for their right to vote. For those who don't understand, when I say what I say every Sunday. Those people didn't didn't have the right to vote. They were they were fighting for their rights to vote. So they marching, they they've they been marching for their rights. So for all you people who act like this, this is just a a, a luxury that we uh always have. Every, every so many years it has to, this law has to be passed so that you will have a right to vote so look folks <laughs> you need to pay attention to what's going on around you and, and if you don't you'll you, you find yourself in a lot of trouble I'm telling you, you'll find yourself in a great deal of trouble
3: trouble or uninformed trouble because <laughs> yeah, trouble
4: you know, if you don't if you don't know what's going around you, you better you better know. I'm telling you, I've been reading this Project 2025 man, and what they what's coming down the pipeline and what they're trying to do, they're trying to take away a lot of our rights. So, you know, trust me on that. It's a, it, I think it's 846 page manifesto. I'm halfway through it, and man, look what they're talking about doing to us. <laughs> it's not even a joke, and I'm not just talking about black folks. I'm talking about us as a people so good luck
3: all right there you go that's it three four seven eight five oh one two seven two coming up next an npr news update and we'll get into the heavy lifting of the show we'll talk to you in about three minutes live
2: from npr news in washington i'm giles snyder Vice President Kamala Harris plans to meet with Benny Gantz, who's a member of Israel's war cabinet at the White House tomorrow. The two are slated to talk as the Biden administration continues to seek a temporary ceasefire in Gaza. Jim Pierce, College, reports.
1: A White House official says Harris will discuss the urgency to secure a deal to release hostages held by Hamas that would result in a temporary ceasefire to allow hostages to move safely out of Gaza and for significantly more humanitarian aid to flow into the region. The official also said the vice president intends to reiterate that civilian casualties must be reduced. While in Washington, Gantz will also meet with Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, as well as senior members of Congress from both parties. The Biden administration has been trying to negotiate a temporary pause in the fighting. On Thursday, President Biden said he remains hopeful a deal can be reached, but it's not clear when that might occur. Asma Khaled, NPR News.
2: Mediators are meeting in Cairo today, working to come up with a ceasefire agreement. The meeting is being held as the Associated Press and other media outlets are quoting an unnamed U.S. official that's saying Israel has agreed to a framework of a deal that includes a hostage release and that it's up to Hamas to agree to it. Neither side has commented publicly. In Times Square last night... <laughs> got sent as an NYPD bomb squad tried to respond to a call about a grenade in an Uber. They struggled to reach the device because of crowds protesting the war in Gaza. Authorities later said the device was inactive. was an inactive novelty grenade. Several people reportedly arrested for blocking the police vehicle. A grassroots group of activists is encouraging Minnesota voters to select uncommitted in Tuesday's Democratic primary election. Protest vote modeled after a similar movement in Michigan last week that turned out more than 100,000 votes were uncommitted. Minnesota Public Radio's Clay Masters reports.
6: The protest vote aims to send a warning to President Biden's re-election campaign over his ongoing support for Israel and its war against Hamas and Gaza. Jelani Hussein is an activist with Uncommitted Minnesota. He was one of many activists in the Twin Cities who spoke at local mosques after Friday prayers. And we're just hoping our neighbors come out in hopes that we can see a ceasefire, in hopes we can save lives, and so we're asking Minnesotans who are thinking about this to think that this is just a protest vote. Like some areas of Michigan, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul have a significant population of Muslim voters. Minnesota is one of 15 states to vote on Super Tuesday. For NPR News, I'm Clay Masters in Minneapolis.
2: Donald Trump getting closer to clinching the GOP presidential nomination. He easily won this weekend's Republican caucuses in Michigan, Missouri, and Idaho. Republicans holding a nominating contest today in the nation's capital ahead of Super Tuesday. This is NPR. Oh, hi. I suppose you're wondering what an A-list celebrity like me is doing in a place like this. You must know, I'm saving the world. Oh, hi Beth, yep,
6: saving the world again. <laughs> Did you know that 40% of all the food produced in the United States is thrown away? That means everything that went into that food. The pesticides, the water, the land, was all for nothing. Just look at this perfectly good
2: food thrown in
6: the trash. The pizza with extra Cheerios. These Goldfish and Band-Aid tacos. And just look at this perfect
0: trash burger. This pasta dog looks delicious.
1: You don't have to dumpster dive like Ed Begley Jr. to save the planet. Bite food waste by shopping smart and using what you buy before it gets
4: trashed. That's way better. Ooh, original.
1: Do your part. And find out other world-saving tips at BetterThanEd.org. Online radio at its best. How about
4: about half the show is not dominated by Donald Trump? How about that? Well, i tell tell you what. The the next Sunday, i tell you what, Dick. Hey, listen, i tell you what. It's it's, it's easy to cheer for the Chiefs. Tell you what. You come up with all the topics for next week, and we'll talk about whatever the hell
3: you want to talk about. How about that? Okay, no problem. Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is twenty five minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side uh, with uh, your boy and uh, your other boys, uh, the L and J gang. Uh, we're in the house. Vanessa's off this morning. Of course, Jerome usually joins us after his commitment. Clear Channel Radio. So that was the exchange from last week, Mister Elias and I. Must see TV or must listen radio, as the pastor likes to dub it. So. Basically, what we're going to do today is, Mr. Elias, it's all on you, brother. We, we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about, because you last week said that we talk about Donald Trump too much, and I thought about it during the week. I said, you know what? This guy's right. So, hey, Mr. Elias, what's on the agenda for this morning, sir? Mr. Elias, you're going to unmute your mic?
4: By oh, me. Uh, okay, how about this? After 39 years of causing hell, the, the, the Grim Reaper, uh, Moscow Mitch is finally stepping down out of, uh, his, uh, out of his leadership role. And then in two more years, his, his, his ugly, mouth mute looking ass will not be running for re-election again. So let, let's start <laughs> off right there, man. I know that's your guy. I know that's your guy.
3: So, yeah, he's stepping down after Oh, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, After uh, this is my last term running uh, as minority leader of the U.S. Senate, uh, I will uh, move to the back row. I will uh, continue to serve my constituents, but uh, I will not run for re-election. Yeah, I got it, Mr. Elias. All you have to do is call, brother. I am there. So that's a good point. I mean, so, so Mitch, listen, let me tell you something. The effect that this guy has, mm. has and will have for the future of this country is ridiculous, right? I mean, yes. because yes. he refused – and we're talking about, we always talk about Merrick Garland. Okay, that's one. But listen, man, think about all the federal judges that he blocked and allowed Donald Trump to fill those roles. He has changed the bench forever. And that's the reason why we're dealing with, you know, we talked about last week, the IVF. You know, I, yeah. Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, now he's saying, hey, you know what, If you, uh, those, are, those little embryos are children. And so, if you accidentally mm-hmm. drop him in the lab, your behind can be, you know, charged with murder. This is nonsense. Mm-hmm. But we have Mitch McConnell to thank for this, Mr. Elias. Oh,
4: and not only that, he how many how many times has he blocked uh, the, uh, by filibustering any and everything he tried to block when he tried to block Obamacare? This dude is just—he just, he just he, Man, look, dude, he is a horrible. A horrible human being, and I don't understand how people can vote for Mitch McConnell. I really don't, because he doesn't. Oh, you know, he doesn't vote for anything to bring money back to uh, back to uh, back to Kentucky. But uh, what he'll do is count it when the Democrats pass the bill. Yeah, look what I've done for you. You ain't got a damn thing. You voted no against it. You voted no against everything. You're an obstructionist, and your main job, instead of doing the will of the people for your entire career was to block anything that President Obama tried to get through, that's your job? Come on, man. You, you're the start of the Tea Party, if you ask me. He's the start of the Tea Party because if he had not been an obstructionist and, and cried all this other stuff on these cards, when you're going through all this crap, just hey man, shut your mouth and work. Your, if you don't like it, why why are you out here? Just why are you blocking everything To help people? And why don't, why why, not, why people don't see this? I don't understand. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life of of somebody that stays in power. And then and when he lost the minority seat, I mean the majority seat, he said, "I'm not stepping down." And Chuck Tumor said, "Bull! You will step down." Because he didn't want to step down because I think that's how arrogant this piece of crap is. Miss McConnell, man, he's like, hey, hey he's my Russ Limbaugh. If he, he, he didn't wake up tomorrow morning, guess who wouldn't shed a tear for him? That, oh, that would I'm pointing my, my son, every day this guy right here pointing at point of the sub with two thumbs. I wouldn't oh, shed a tear for him. Dude, yeah. he, what did he do to help the American people? What did he do to help the American people? That on Fox oh, yeah. News and bragged, bragged about how bragged about he... He, his, his deal was to stop President Obama from putting judges in place. To, to, and then they, they, him, him and his cronies sat around and lied and said, uh, we would never do that if it was a, a, uh, a, a Democrat in office. So, you know, he told me he only has 10 months left in his uh, in, in the presidency. So why would, why would we do that? And then Donald, uh, the, 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 the orange-haired dude had 30 days left in his presidency, and they pushed it through, Amy Coney bear. So this is, it, this is just unreal. It's unprecedented. This guy, like I said, if he didn't wake up tomorrow morning, guess who wouldn't be sad? Wow. I ain't wishing we'll, nothing tell, on him, but I wouldn't well, shed a tear on him. I
3: wouldn't shed a tear. I would Sounds like it. Mm. Mm. Well, it sounds mm. like it. Sounds like uh, sounds like you've gone on the dark side, and uh, that uh, you you are okay with Mitch McConnell. N- Never, ever waking up again. Wow. Man,
4: I wouldn't I would, I would shed a tear. I would What has he done to help the American people? Man, that means something that he's done to help the American people. I'm going wait
3: on that. Well, I, I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not his cheerleader. I could care less about that guy. I think he was. Uh, I think it's ridiculous how they were allowed to manipulate the system. You know, I, I've said this all along that, in my opinion, at some point, Mitch McConnell was the most powerful person in Washington. How can you sit here and deny a president the the ability uh, to appoint Supreme Court judges? And like you said, I think you said it a little backwards, but I get the gist of what you were saying, how, you know, once again, President Obama had 10 months left in office saying that the American people should have the right to choose and have a say-so in the next Supreme Court justice, and since we're under a year from an election— Then the American people should have a voice in this. But then, once again, when Donald Trump only had three months left, they asked him, "What you're going to do? Oh, I'm going to apply justice." I mean, it's just hypocritical and it's ridiculous. And and, and, you know, in my opinion, he's horrible. He's a horrible human being. Period. I I, I don't. I have
4: to agree because, like I said, dude, he, he is. I mean, everything that this man put forth, everything that he's done. Is to hurt the American people. I, I don't. I don't see nothing that he's done. And all he, all he's good at is filibuster. And you know. And I, and I thought to myself, what the hell? Why would you not want to work? And then, but they passed on to the Congress because. And, and this year alone, where in the three years that they've had to pass bills, you know how many bills they passed in those three years? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven.
3: What's 27. the average? You got to give them a comparison. Now, What's I, the average?
4: Okay, that okay the the, the the congress before that I I, I don't I don't the specific, specific numbers, but I, I think it was in the the, the margin of like two hundred to some bills that they passed. They passed twenty-seven. This is the least active Congress in history. Twenty-seven bills that they passed. Twenty-seven. This is, I mean, in the history of Congress, this is the do-nothing Congress, and and Mitch McConnell, you can look at him as the father of the do-nothing Congress. Now he's crying about, you know, them not passing aid to Ukraine, and and, and the rest of that stuff. Hey, man, you know, people don't realize. I, I listened to Vanessa, I want to talk about that a little later, but, uh, you know, I listened to, 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 to Vanessa crying about how much money Ukraine is getting, but... People don't realize that that money stays in the states before it goes over there. So I'll talk about that later. But, but bottom line is, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, like I said, dude, this guy is a joker. He is. And, and, and you know, you're right. He was at one time the most powerful man in, in the United States of America because he wielded. He, they followed. I don't understand how do you follow somebody so blindly. I, that, that's one thing the Republican Party will do. They'll follow each other blindly. Because I was looking at an interview with a late—I uh, can't remember her name. It was a senator from uh, Las Vegas, and she was talking about all the money she brought back. And they, no, I'm from Florida. She's from Florida, and she's talking about all the money she brought back to Florida, and it was like this much money. And the, the senator's like, "But you voted on all of those all of those bills to bring the money back." I said, "So how can you sit here and tell me I don't realize I don't remember what I voted on." Now the sudden says, so why are you taking credit for it? This is, this is, this is what we've come up with. These, these people sit in the Senate and the Congress, and they, they do nothing. They do nothing but take, and they, they take, they take money. They become millionaires and billionaires. They become so rich now that, that they don't do nothing for their money, and they do nothing for the American people. Washington needs to be revamped, man, it needs, and it needs to be revamped to work for the American people.
3: Well, it's not. So, and I Mitch McConnell, it's not well, going Mitch to be Well, Mitch McConnell's the father. He's the father of it. He's, he's the, the father. Of it. He's, the he's father. not the, he's the he's father. Not the, of uh, it. No, Newt Gingrich. I mean, if he's you he's want the to go back, to do, do he's the father up. to do nothing Congress. He doesn't have no. I he's mean, a, no. I mean, that's the House of representatives else? are not passing any bills, Mister Elliott. That's what are you talking about?
4: Okay, now what about the Senate? When they, when
3: they what about it? the Senate? I mean, what the House has? Well, listen, you know, it kind of works in conjunction. The House has to send the bills. I mean, you know, I mean. It's okay.
4: When, okay. When, when they when they had the House and the Senate, the in front of the party,
3: what they get passed through? They passed tax cuts for the rich. There you <laughs> go. There it
4: is. Bingo. There you go. There, there's my interest. I want to help. I want to help out the people that's putting money in my pocket. I want to help out the people that elected me so I get this money in my pocket. I'm going to help these people here.
3: Okay, but so who do you blame for this? I mean, at some point, you have to talk about the constituents. I mean, if you know you have folks in office, you vote to keep these people in, and there's no track record whatsoever of them doing anything for you then why do you continue to vote them into office? And like you were talking about the Florida uh, congresswoman, you're absolutely correct. They busted her out in a radio uh, interview. But listen, I've talked about, we talk about this all the time on the show, how Republicans vote no, 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 and then at the local ceremonies, they're standing there with that big check as if they said yes. Or like the one a few years back when President Obama was in office. You had the congressperson, oh, the president, this this stimulus money, oh, it's going to kill our deficit, blah, blah, blah. And guess what the Obama administration released? They released a letter of this congressperson asking for that money. Hey, Mr. President, if you don't mind, we need to, can you please uh, run this money to us? Thank you so much, honorable Mr. President Obama. And then you go on television, on Fox, oh, this is some bull crap. I mean they're 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 hypocrites, but like I said a few weeks ago, they're not playing the they're not paying the political price for it, so they're going to continue to do it. If you keep touching a hot stove that, and your hand don't get burned, you are gonna to keep touching it. It don't matter. Maybe,
4: maybe they maybe they of me when I said I don't understand how these people keep voting these people back in office. I don't. I, mean, I, don't I didn't get hear it. that. Well, they're I don't not get either. either. I, I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make common sense to me how you can vote for your own interest, I mean, against your own interest, how you can vote against that. And Mitch McConnell stood and Kentucky is a poor state that, that needs a lot of money from the government. And he pulls a lot of money from the government, but he never votes to bring the money back to Kentucky. I don't, it, it befuddles, like some of to say, it befuddles me how these people can, can get back in office. It's, it's really, you know, and, 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 and to me it comes down to the fact that I don't want to vote for a Democrat. I You know what? I don't care. I, if you helping me and you're helping my pockets and you helping me to, to get where I want to get to, I don't care about your party affiliation. I really don't. What I want to do is win. That, that, that's, that's, my, that's my deal. I want to win. And a lot of these people don't care. They're, they're, they're in poor states and Alexandra Pelosi. When she did, uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter did a documentary down in Mississippi. And the documentary was oh so, so telling that the guy said, I don't want no Obamacare. I don't want to be on uh, anything that the government gives. And she said, aren't you on welfare? She said, yep, I sure am. <laughs> and it was like, that's a government assistant partner. And then he asked, oh, he asked yes. the lady said, hey, so what do you think about Obamacare? It sucks. And then she said, what do you think about the Affordable Care Act? It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And she said, you know, that's one of the things that Obamacare and Affordable Care Act are the same. He said, no, they're not. <laughs> so this is the misinformed voters that we get. And Mitch McConnell has a bunch of in Kentucky. Trust me. Well,
3: well and even I don't know, even know if his, his, Go ahead.
4: his stranglehold on, his stranglehold on Kentucky. It's it, 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 because he, he couldn't get his, his boy in there, which is why the, the the black guy I didn't want to talk about him. I was called the black guy. Daniel uh Camry. his name is. Yeah, he, yeah. He couldn't get in he couldn't get it, he couldn't get him in. So
3: and yeah, he and it, wanted for, him to as be
4: far as governor goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, governor, yeah. Exactly. So, you know. it's time for him to go. I I gotta say I, I it won't be a sad day to see him go. Yeah. Uh, get cry two tears in the bucket and say, you know, the rest. But get him out of there. Get
3: him out. I want you to leave Cry two tears in the bucket and say the rest. I don't know what you're saying. Maybe our listeners do. What does that mean? Is are you, is it a curse? Cry word? two
4: tears in the bucket. Yes. Cry two tears in the bucket and say <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, well I don't on, know. Man. Can you can
3: you can <laughs> is it F is it the F word? Yeah. Yes. F it. Oh, Okay, there, I got it. See, you should have just said that. You know, I hey bro, i never heard that before. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's the serious side of the J. Raoul Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at his best. Mitch McConnell. Uh he is hanging up uh he's hanging up his uh with cleats, gloves, I don't know. He's hanging it up and he's deciding to go home. He has accomplished exactly what he wanted to accomplish. The courts are forever. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a supermajority of of conservatives on the Supreme Court. And once again, everyone talks about the fact that he denied President Obama the opportunity to uh, provide, you know, to put a Supreme Court justice on the Supreme Court. But I think the bigger damage, and this kind of relates to when we talk about voting, you say, well, everybody should get out and vote uh, during a presidential election. Uh, I think the more important elections are for Senate and the House of Representatives because those clowns have no, they have no term limits. They could be there forever. So to me, that's more important than voting for the presidency because that president is going to be there either four or eight years. Get out and vote for the representatives. Get out and vote for the people of, of, of the Senate because those clowns have no term limits. And I can't understand for the life of me how is that possible for you to have senators in place with no term limits. And after FDR, they were like, "Okay, we need to put an end to this because we don't—we're not a monarchy. We don't want to have a king. We want to have a democracy." But wait a minute! But you're going to allow the people who make laws to stay there forever? How is that any different? I, I, it, it, it just don't make sense to me. It's the stupidest thing in the world.
4: I uh, hey, I think they should have a two-term limit, eight years. Done, gone, get
3: out. Done. Yeah, but I guess some Indeed. people are saying the continuity at some point in the three phases of, of, of three branches of government. I should really say the two branches because the third branch is the Supreme Court. Okay, so I, in the two branches of government, you have government. You have to have some type of continuity, right? Is will it be chaotic if you had changes every? I don't know. It's just weird to me. I, it's just a weird. It's setup. chaotic now. It's true.
4: Chaotic now. True.
3: That is a very true statement. It is very chaotic now. So, what difference would it make if you had term limits on senators and representatives? I think they should do it. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. All right, listen. The price of gas is high. The price of groceries, it's high. And so is the price of insurance. In this week's edition of a four minutes or less, something that you need to know, gonna take a deeper dive. How much are you paying for car insurance? It's convenant time. In four minutes or less, something that you need to know. And we'll be right back after this. <laughs>
6: you haven't looked at your insurance bill lately, you dumped. Home and auto insurance premiums have been climbing at double-digit rates throughout this country, even as overall inflation has been coming down, NPR Scott Horsley reports. Ezra Croft has never filed an insurance claim, and his house in Raleigh, North Carolina isn't close to a stormy coastline or a fire-prone forest. So Croft was surprised when his annual homeowner's insurance premium shot up to $1,600, $700 more than he was paying just a couple of years ago. I'm a middle-income guy. don't make a ton of extra money. At this point, I'm teetering on the point of inaffordability. North Carolina's insurance commissioner has gotten tens of thousands of similar complaints. Croft went to a hearing last month where there were lots of unhappy insurance customers. Every single person there was furious and scared and confused. Similar pain is being felt all over the country, as insurance companies tried to raise homeowners' premiums by more than 11% last year. Auto insurance premiums are climbing even faster, according to S&P Global Market Intelligence. Paul Morrow in Herndon, Virginia, said the cost of his family's auto insurance just jumped by $600 a year. Here's the kicker. My wife and I both work from home, so we we have no commute to speak of. It just feels like everything is rising at a
5: scary rate.
6: Insurance companies insist they're just playing catch-up after two years of big losses. Sean Kevlin, who heads the Insurance Information Institute, says for every dollar companies collected last year in home and auto premiums, they paid out $1.10.
4: Nobody wants to have that higher price bill, but insurance does need to price insurance according to the risk level that's out there.
6: Inflation is partly to blame for those big payouts. Fixing or replacing damaged homes and cars has gotten more expensive. But insurers are also having to contend with a mounting toll of natural disasters. And not just in the usual places like Florida and California. S&P's Tim Zawacki says there were nearly two dozen billion-dollar storms last year, spreading lightning, hail, and damaging winds through many parts of the country.
2: While a lot of these storms don't make national headlines, they do tend to be very costly at the local level,
6: and the sort of breadth of where these storms are occurring is something that I think the industry is quite concerned about. As a result, insurance premiums are likely to keep climbing this year even as overall inflation cools. Doug Heller, who tracks insurance for the Consumer Federation of America, says while state regulators have some power to limit those price hikes, insurance companies have a lot of leverage and tend to get their way. The insurance companies have become really aggressive kind of in their bullying. You've heard a lot about companies that are threatening to pull out of the market if they don't get what they want. Generally speaking, that bullying has worked. Heller says customers can sometimes save money by shopping around. Alicia Vittori switched insurers after the cost of her family's auto policy jumped more than $1,000.
1: It was Liberty Mutual. <laughs> We've switched to State Farm since the renewal went up so much.
6: Vittori, who lives in Nashville, says while she managed to shave a few hundred dollars off the bill, she's still paying a lot more than she was two years ago.
1: I shopped a lot, and no matter what, it was going to be a price increase. What can you do? You know, You need insurance. You can't have a vehicle or a house without them, so you have to pay for it, and you figure out where you can cut other things to make sure that you can drive around.
6: Auto insurance is required in most states, and so is homeowner's coverage if you have a mortgage. Still, as the cost of insurance goes up, more people are scaling back their coverage, or even going without. The Consumer Federation's Heller warns that's dangerous. We are very concerned that the escalating premiums are going to lead to escalating rates of uninsured drivers and homeowners, which makes us all quite vulnerable. Insurance is the way that we deal with the risky world. And while the price of repairs and replacement may moderate over time, the risk of severe weather only seems to be getting worse. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington.
5: Come
2: on, let's
1: go. Just a minute, i got to finish this.
2: Wait, you're going to post those pictures of Mary?
1: Yep. Yeah. I think she's so hot?
2: But her mom and dad will see them. Her grandmother, her little sister, everyone she knows, it's going to kill her. Who
1: cares? Just a couple of pictures. No big deal.
4: No big deal? Don't. This has got to stop.
1: Stop cyberbullying. The results could be deadly. Online radio at its best. Let, me ask, um, let what, me ask you a question. What, what do you want to ask
4: Why are we always talking about Trump? Why are we always uh, why, why talking about Trump?
3: Because you know why? Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because we need to be we need to be the ones that sounds the alarm on this clown. That's why. Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is the serious side of the J Ral Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the T J R S Radio Network, online radio at it its best, of course. Those are excerpts from an exchange between Me and my brother from another mother From last week he said look here man Tired of talking about Trump He said okay brother you bring it to the table we'll talk about it So Mr. Elias man what's next
4: Oh okay here we go And uh, Jack Post uh, Jack Post has been set off a He's a conservative Talk radio show host but he set off a wave Of alarms at the video of Welcome speech at this year's CPAC which is conservative political action conference, one viral. In the video, the right-wing activist and media, media personality said he wanted to end democracy and finish the mission on January 6th installing a God-first government. He said, welcome to the end, I quote, end quote, welcome to the end of democracy. We are here to overthrow it completely, he said Thursday. We didn't get all the way there on January 6th, but we will endeavor and get. We will endeavor and get to get rid of it. So what this guy is trying to tell you, which I understand all along, is that he wants to get rid of democracy. Which means you will not have the right to vote. You won't have the right to do anything. It will be an autocracy, and the king, Trump, will be here forever. So listen. Guys, and then I looked at a news story last night and said, "Oh, he was just joking. Who in the hell jokes like that about democracy? He was not joking. He was saying installing a God first government. This guy, hey, hey, look, he wants to end your way of life. He does. If we don't get out and vote, folks, this guy, is, this guy talks." What he's, what, he's, what he's been doing And he says he's been known for internet Trolling, conspiracy theories uh, Blistering rhetoric said in uh, his uh, uh, Sequential speech And in an interview with the NBC News That the statements were largely uh, uh, poking face And they, they were sarcastic Poking fun And what he sees as a lack of democracy uh, Democratic values for the President Joe Biden, From President Joe Biden's Administration yeah, this guy's not joking. <laughs> hmm. He's not joking. He said, we're supportive of the Constitutional Republic. I uh, said, on Friday, Friday, the sermons are large. Yeah, right. This guy's not joking. He's, he's, he is not joking.
3: No. He's, he's,
4: he's, they're, 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 hmm?
3: no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought.
4: Uh, yeah, he, no, he's not joking. Because if you look at what they're trying to push through the Supreme Court now, it's a little scary. It's a little scary.
3: Yeah, it's a little scary, I, I, but but I have to say this, uh, you know, because it's just, you know, you know how we do. I, I, this this is Trump. I mean, Jan, J- January 6th is is Donald Trump. <laughs> so so, uh, you said we were going to be Trump free today, and January six, if that's I not just, Trump. No, I, I don't this, know. No, this
4: guy. I'm just I'm reading what this guy said about getting rid of democracy.
3: Well, okay, but we all know that that's exactly what Donald Trump wants. He referred to January 6th, which is the reason why this guy has 91 counts or whatever that's against him. So, you know, once again, so we can talk about it, but I, I'm going, I'm going I, back. I didn't, I didn't, what? I didn't I didn't bring
4: up Donald Trump. <laughs> you you know, said you, want you, want you read it. This is what this guy said. I'm okay. going What this guy said. I didn't bring up Donald Trump. You did you, what the is.
3: you bring up... Okay, listen, folks. Somebody help me out with this. You bring up democracy, end of democracy, right? You say January 6th, and then you quoted the guy saying something Trump-like whatever. If this is not a topic based on Donald Trump, I don't know what is. I mean, it's okay. We could definitely have the conversation, but my bigger point is is that we... Have to be able to put these people on blast when they say nonsense. This guy is crazy. He's nuts. I'm, and, and, and,
4: what, what, what did you see, Donald Trump, in, the, in, in, any, of his, uh, in any of his
3: in any of his statement that I just read? You you read <laughs> that the guy? Oh my god! You said the guy said we can have a Trump like whatever you. Re, I heard you say Trump, and, and I'm like, oh, but didn't you say January 6th? January 6th. Well, I didn't read I, read I read off that. I didn't read
4: that about Trump. After he said we didn't get off okay. right on January 6th. But we okay. Do me Congress a favor.
3: Do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Can you just can you can you reintroduce the segment? Can you read what you read before, word by word? Okay. Jack Posobiec
4: set off a wave of alarm after the after a video welcoming speech this year. Conservative political action conference went viral, and yes. the video. The right-wing activist, uh, an immediate person, said he wanted to end democracy and finish the mission on January 6th, uh, mm-hmm. a God-first uh, government.
3: Welcome to the end of the democracy. We're here to overthrow I you thought completely. you said a Trump, Trump first. You, you said a Trump no, first. No, he
4: said we're here to overthrow. No, when I said Trump first, I said <laughs> God first.
3: Okay, go ahead and finish it. Welcome, welcome,
4: welcome to the end of the day. I said, quote. To end of democracy, we are here to overthrow it completely," he said Thursday. We didn't get there all the way on January 6th but we will. We will endeavor to get rid of it. What did you hear Trump
3: out in You 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 said Please Trump the first night man. You, you, you no, said it first. No, not okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm not. Right, right, I'm not, I'm not just why, hey hey man, calm down. I don't want you to have a heart attack on the air. <laughs> You're about to blow a gasket. <laughs> Calm down, Kubrick. God, you're you your you, Trump. Okay, fine. I'm not gonna argue with you. But anyway, so going back to what you' talking about with this crazy guy, he is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But that's the whole Republican Party. So let's. Here's the challenge: How are we gonna talk about this without bringing up Trump? Because he said January 6th in the democracy. The last time I checked. Donald Trump said that he wanted to be a dictator for one day. A lot of people are saying that if he gets reelected, that's going to be the end of democracy because he's already saying, he's already identified stooges that he wants a part of his administration. But I'm going to step back, and I'm going to let you lead the conversation. I want to see how we're going to talk about this without bringing up Trump's name. I I, I don't know. Okay,
4: it's on you. We're talking about CPAC. This, this is CPAC. This is the, the Republican Party's. This is their. This is their like their convention to get together. This is the conservative uh, political action conference. So this is this is their get together. So this is what the Republican Party is running on. They're running on an ending democracy. This is what this is. This is what the people need to know. They want to end democracy. They want to wipe it out so that you have no more rights. You can't vote. You can't do anything without the government's approval. This is Russia 2.0 is what they're trying to push in our face as we speak right now. Can I co-
3: never 2. enter 2. that 0. conversation? The conversation's not over, Mr. Elias. So, Keep going. Let's go. We're, it, it, the conversation's not over. So, so the, the the gist of this whole everything that this guy is talking about has Trump written all over it. They want to get rid of democracy. Get even, rid of democracy. Go ahead.
4: Go ahead. If you read if you read Project Twenty Twenty Five, like I said, it states that even if this the orange haired guy ain't in office and they they elected a a, a Republican president. This is their plan to get rid of democracy. Has nothing to do with Trump. Have they elected anybody else? Project 2025. If you get a Republican in there, this is their game plan to get rid of democracy. Now, how is Trump involved in that conversation, Mr.? Please no,
3: listen, I just want to know how we're going to have the conversation without bringing up Donald Trump. I, I just, I don't understand. Have I brought been, him up yet? What, what, have but I brought but him up we're yet? still talking. Mr. Elias, we're still talking. And so, you know, the bottom line is, okay, so where do we go from here? He said Jan 6, right? We're talking about end of democracy, right? So if we're talking about end of democracy, there's only one person that's in the 2024 presidential race that's talking about being a dictator. There's only one. And we already know his name. If you you
4: read, like I I sent a text message out to you guys. If you start reading that Project 2025, no matter who's in office, if you're a Republican, they're going to get rid of it. It don't matter but, who's in office.
3: But, but what, you're, believe, but what office. you're failing to understand is is that Donald Trump is providing the cover for these yahoos to come out and jump on the national stage. They're saying things that they would never say before. You never would have, in a thousand years, not a thousand years, but... In today's, in today's settings, you have a bunch of white boys with tiki torches talking about Jews, are, Jews can't replace us. You, you have people going on the radio saying things, on television saying things that were deep, dark, dark secrets in the past. You've heard Republicans say this. They are saying things out loud that people used to whisper in the chambers of Congress. This guy has provided them the platform to say and do all this nonsense. He is a direct threat to democracy. Period. Full stop. End. He is. And the, the Republican, Republican Party and vote, is what you're starting to realize is a direct, uh, they're, listen, they're, they're listen. a direct threat to democracy. No, no. The, the mega Republican Party. The MAGA. Because I'm going to tell you something. There are a lot of Republicans well-established Republicans who have left that party Because of Donald Trump A lot of them How many of them will, will vote
4: against it? How many of them will vote against it? Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's what you got to realize How many of them are stand up against
3: it? Dude, dude, dude He has turned the Republican Party into mega That's what it is It's not a true conservative party anymore Mitt Romney says this all the time And you know I I definitely don't want to quote Mitt <laughs> Romney but it's not. It's those Republicans are the mega Republican wing of the Republican Party, and a lot of Republicans. How I, admit, what? How many times what did Mitt Romney?
4: You can say it all you want to. How many times did Mitt Romney voted against anything that
3: he put out there? I'll well, wait. see, but hold I'll on. Wait. That's, hold, hold I'll on. I'll That's not That's fair. Paper well, let me tell you why it's not fair. It's not it's fair. Real fair. Stand up. Oh my God. John McCain. Well, can, can I can I ask, can I answer the question? We ask, you ask a yeah. question, and then, you, then you're going to cut me off. So it's not fair because what they're, not, they're not voting on his character. Liz Cheney voted 90-some percent of the time on bills that were presented by, 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 by Trump and his allies. They're, listen, if they're conservatives, they're conservatives. But at the end of the day, they didn't vote on a bill that says uh, ban uh, Muslims. They, they didn't vote on those types of bills. So there was no mm. bill. That, there was no bill on. There was no bill on the man's character because I guarantee you, when mm. his character was on line, guess what? Mitt Romney voted to impeach him. Mm. Liz Cheney wrote. Liz Cheney voted to impeach him. So when his character was on the line, this, this, they this, stood this, up and voted. Did Mitch McConnell vote to impeach him? I said. <laughs> I said. I said, come on, let's be honest. Listen, man, listen, man, L- let me tell you something. At the end of the day, Mitch McConnell, we just talked about him. He is the sorry piece of you-know-what. So for you to even bring up a guy that last segment you said, if he doesn't wake up tomorrow, you won't lose a wink of sleep, why would you use him as your example? He's already a flawed because individual.
4: You He's a flawed individual. McConnell, you, I Mr. brought up McConnell, what? Uh, You brought up
3: Mr. McConnell. You said, The hell, I did not bring up Mr. McConnell. I brought up, no, I did not brought up Mitt Romney. Mm Mm-hmm. I said, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, those people, you said, well, they're voting for him. (laughs) They voted for all his bills. Dude, I'm saying that if he's Mm -hmm. putting conservative bills on the table, they are conservatives. They voted for this with this guy 95% of the time. But How, How many of them
4: voted how many of them voted to impeach him? There, there, there it is. Because if they had voted to impeach him, guess what? We wouldn't be dealing with right now.
3: Guess, oh, but guess what? You know what? Right. I'll, we I'll, right I'll, now. I'll, I'll answer the question. Guess what? The, 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 the Republicans mm-hmm. that I mentioned, they all voted to to uh, impeach him. Every last one of them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so it goes it back. To, it go, It goes back to. Uh, it, it goes back to the. There's a lot of Republicans that are retiring too. <laughs> because they say you know what I can't be a mm-hmm. part of this I can't be a part of the mega movement there are a lot of prominent Republicans who have left the party because of this guy mm-hmm. so what we have is a friends. we have one of the greatest we, we have two major political parties and one has been taken over by a bunch of crazy people you sent me a, a, a text a few weeks back and I just watched it the other day and it was amazing how they posted questions to Trump supporters saying hey you know uh uh you know man god dang it uh uh uh, uh joe biden paid a, a, a stripper oh he did that's wrong blah 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 well i'm sorry i got my notes mixed up it was donald trump oh well uh well maybe there was something more to it, it was I, I i almost fell out of my chair when i saw that mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh my god uh, well, you These know, are the faithful uh, people to him They're faithful to him
4: And they're not going to leave his side. That's why I keep saying what I'm saying That's why I say what I'm
5: saying they, 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 They're faithful God. to him
4: no matter what Happens they're going to be faithful to him Yep Nobody, Hey man he, oh, he's messed up for doing stuff like that Can you believe Joe Biden did that Oh sure. and Why did Joe Biden talk Trump, what Oh well, see he's he done the much pressure oh, and he, my Hey look they're going to
3: make excuses up for him <laughs>
4: Yeah, but I make
3: excuses up for. I, 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 when I Folks, when I tell you, and I wish this is the times we need to probably be more active on Twitter and stuff like that, but I refuse to go on Twitter now because of that clown who's bought, who bought it, and, and he, he's a threat to democracy too, uh, but I digress. Um, Mr. Elliott sent me a clip where they talked to Donald Trump supporters with the mega hats on and everything, and guess what? Ask them, say, hey, you know what, did you hear that uh, Joe Biden tried to steal the election? Well, that, he should be impeached, blah, blah. Oh, I'm sorry, I got my notes mixed up. It was Donald Trump. Well, uh, apparently mm-hmm. there was something wrong with the. I said, oh my God, it was like crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that both yeah. of them went to the border this week, and the damn, the governor of the state went and met Trump and didn't meet uh-huh. the President of the United States. These people are crazy. They're crazy. They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And the young man that you were talking about or whoever this guy is, he is a disciple of the mega movement. I guarantee you, if you go in his car and he pops to his car, you're going to see mega gear in his car. These people are crazy. And, and there's no end in sight. There's no end in sight because they all kiss the ring. They kissed the <coughs> ring.
4: Since we're on this,
3: hey, you know, you want
4: to know how Trump is not going to jail? What? You want to know, you know, how, you want to know how Trump is going to get out of those 91 indictments?
3: How, Mr. You really want to know? Yeah, I do.
4: Presidential immunity. If he went to that case with the Supreme Court, that case should have been thrown out shouldn't have been thrown out, shouldn't have even been, been, been listened to, why are they listening to this, huh. there it is, because <laughs> his lawyers yeah. argue the fact that the only way that he can be charged with any crime in the United States of America, is that he's impeached by the Senate,
3: yeah, scary times in that. America folks, Scary times in America, 347 is the call-in number. We'll take a break. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. Post your comments. I'm coming to get them right about now.
2: Folks, if we're going to win re-election, I need you by my side from the very start. Whatever you're able to
4: chip in, even if it's just a buck or 2 we'll have a huge impact on our campaign. This might just be our hardest fight yet. Will you make a donation and stand with Kamala and me and mean the world to us? Thank you.
3: Uh, going at him. It's crazy. Not getting no damn free oh, wow. advertisement on this show. It's crazy. Hey, As uh, a matter
4: of fact, let's see how many things that he's dominated. Uh the first this segments he's dominated. I don't give a Am damn. I right but but
3: the but the bottom line is is that we're the opposition. We're not sitting here and say, Oh, Donald Trump is saying this and, and we're just gonna let him say what he wants to say. No, what we do is we provide context to that nonsense that he spews every day and every week. Welcome back in, three, four, seven, eight, five, 0, 1, 2, 7, 2, 12 minutes after the hour, you're listening to the serious side of the J. Rodd Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. It's best. Uh, we're talking uh, current events with Mr. LES. And so, you know, if you're just tuning in. That exchange was from last week. Me and Mr. Elias were like, hey, you know what? Our Mr. Elias said, look, we talk about the man too damn much. So uh, we need to talk about something else. I said, okay, sir, so it was all yours. So once again, Mr. Elias, let's wrap it. clap. What are, we, what are we talking about, sir? I so was talking about this was, this was dedicated to the
4: Here. Are we talking about I'm man. It's, 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 it's the misconception You're breaking up.
3: This is on my end. Go ahead. What were you saying? Okay,
4: it's it's about the misconception of the money that's incorporated
5: to
3: Israel and. uh... Yeah, you. Yeah, you sound like a a, a robot, but I got to just what you were saying. So, you know, if you're just tuning into this show or if you're a first time listener, one of our co-hosts, you know, every now and then. Okay, every now and then uh, people accuse her of sounding like a Republican because some of her thoughts when it comes to, you know, the appropriation of funds and things of that nature, you know, her thoughts, to be perfectly honest with you, they sound very Republican. You know, I mean, uh, we always have uh, uh, back and forth about immigration in this country. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, I think that. Uh, You know, people have accused her of being a borderline Republican. She's not a Republican, I can tell you that without a doubt. But there's nothing wrong, let me say this, there's nothing wrong with you being a Republican. But at some point in time, you have to stand up for what's right. You have to put country before party. And there are times in this democracy where if there is a a clear and present danger to it, then you have to step up, you have to circle the wagons and do the right thing. And so if we ever had a Democratic president that, Acted the same way as the guys you know we 're going to say the uh the artist formerly known as Trump, I would vote Republican all day long if it if it meant getting that fool out of office i would i 'm just telling you what I would do so now, anyway, so Vanessa's always talking about this, and at the end of the day, um, my thoughts on it is you have to help other you listen we are. We are the... Le- Damn, man, you all right? It sounds like you fighting somebody. You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Okay, all right, wow. Um, so you have to understand that we are the leaders of the free world, the United States of America. We are it. We that boy, like they say out there in the streets. We that boy. And so we can't sit around and do what a lot of Republicans want to do Is to isolate ourselves from the world We can't do that Especially a country like China You know I saw something online Mr. Elias and it says pick up seven Items on your desk and it said They guarantee you five out of the Seven on the bottom Uh of it It's going to say made in China Uh So you know what Let me try it right now here we go So I have uh, let's check this out Oh Made in China What does it say here Uh, let me grab this oh, made in China Uh, let's see, let me just grab one more just to even it out Uh, what does this say oh, made in China, three for three so there's no way you can be isolated from the world the world is connected and so, you know, Vanessa's thoughts on this man, you know, every time she says this she always braces herself because she knows we're coming in with two left feet and with our hands swinging because you just can't be in a situation where you can't help other people. The immigration situation well, at the at the southern border is horrible. It's bad. And, you know, there's no way, if we're being honest, Mr. Elias, we have to say this is unsustainable. There's no way we continue to have these many people coming into our country. But – there was a study last week that says that if we took away immigration in this country, our economy would fall because we would need take, yes. these people to come and work these jobs that other Americans will not take. Exactly. And my,
4: my point was this, Jay. When we send money over to Ukraine and, and Israel and all this other stuff, we're not actually sending it over there. See, this helps 32... States in the United States and I got five of them it's Pennsylvania, Arizona, Wisconsin Arkansas and even Texas right. because we don't just send the money to them, we spend the money in the United States of America yep. and that boosts the economy so that we yep. can send the stuff over to them they might get the stuff for free but the government is paying the people of the United States of America to, to make do the, the that things that these, there you go. Yep. that these people need So for those like Vanessa who said, we're giving money over there to them, yeah, in essence, we're giving it to them in goods. We're not giving them money. We're giving them ammunition. We're giving them stuff that we build here in the United States, which is boosting our economy. So if I'm just sitting here and act like we're not – some of these states are not gaining money from it, you got to really look at it and say, well, okay, they're gaining money this way, and they're getting it from this way. So when Vanessa says we, get, we
3: should take care of home first, we actually are taking care of home first. Yeah, sometimes we don't look deep beyond the numbers. You're right, because there are there are countries and uh, there are factories that are manufacturing these goods, and the only way that these goods can be produced is uh, you know they're being made here in the good old USA. So you're allocating the money to pay for the reproduction and. Uh, of this information supplies that goes overseas so you know at the end of the day but you can't or even when Vanessa talks about immigration you know this is not jump on Vanessa I'm glad she's not here and I hope she don't listen to this show because she'll be mad at us Woo! but we're not jumping on her but at the end of the day some of the things that she's saying is is uh is just so nearsighted it's crazy you just can't you know, you 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 have to look beyond our borders. We we have to coexist yeah. in the world. You yeah. know, we we can't allow. Think about this. You know, and I talked about this before. If you see a house on fire in your neighborhood, and you don't help put it out, hey, it's not my house. Hey, eventually, <laughs> uh, if you let it burn, it's gonna get to your damn house. So so you yeah. can't allow Putin to run around and just take over countries. Now, listen, I love President Obama, but President Obama should have stepped in when they took over Crimea in 2014. I don't, you know, listen, I love him, but I think that's a, that was a mistake of his administration. Him and Joe Biden were on opposite of that. Opposite. They were on the opposite, opposite ends of that. I, I really and truly believe that we should have stepped in. Uh, but, you know, you let Russia, you know, it's like, hey, give a, what they say, give a joker, give a monkey a rope. You want to be a cowboy, Gus, or whatever it is. You know, at the end of the day, you can't. You got to stop this type of behavior. You can't allow this to happen. But we're not isolated from the world, folks. You know, we are part of this world, and we. Everybody looks to us for leadership because, trust me, other countries are still sending aid over to Ukraine, but they know that the big brother is the one that brings the noise. I keep trying to Mm -hmm. tell folks, you don't want to. You know. What makes it dangerous is that we have to be the adult in the room at all times. Because one, let me, folks, let me tell you something. Y'all don't understand the awesome power of the United States of, of America's government and our military force. We could, if 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 Russia, if we really wanted to, Russia would be gone tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. They'd be gone. We could blow them right off the map. Now, listen, we would take some. Hell of a collateral damage. And listen, when somebody drops a nuclear bomb someplace, that area is is uh, you know you can't live in that area for the next what forty or fifty years, Mister Elias. Is that are those the numbers on that? You no, know, it's,
4: longer, it's longer than that because in the fifties they were dropping nuclear uh, waste out of Nevada in the, in the desert, and they still can't inhabit that land.
3: Ah, okay, well maybe so. Well, I know, well, from my military training, when they talked about NBC, they said, hey, 40, 50 years, you know, it's a wrap. You can just write those off. So we don't want, and and I think what's happening is that these countries know that we don't want that. So they're like, look, we're going to keep pushing them. We'll kill a few American soldiers here and there. We'll do it. But we don't want to poke the bear. We don't want to start using nuclear. Talk about dropping nuclear bombs on uh, the United States, or shooting them, or aiming them in our direction. Because guess what? They don't want the fire. Think about North Korea. North Korea has been shooting rockets off for I don't know how long. You notice none of them are. Oh, we have one that can reach Seattle. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You don't want the. You don't want this smoke. <laughs> you don't want it. You know. But neither do we. I mean, let's just be honest. Because, you know, I always tell people, Mr. L.S., listen. Like, if I get, I don't know about now, but back in the day, I'm like, yeah, I fight. People say, yeah, you, you know, you fight. Hell, yeah, I fight. But I try to, hey, I don't want to fight because I may win. But, hell, I still going to get hurt. <laughs> so, look. So, so, yeah, yeah, I won. But, man, somebody knocked me inside my head. I'm not trying to take those licks. So you don't want, you don't want it. You just don't want it. You don't want it. But, but you're oh. absolutely correct, man. So, so what would it take for us to convince people like Vanessa that she needs to be looking at this thing differently?
4: Hey, hey, look, man, you got to, you got to do your research. Because I mean, if you don't, if you don't do your research and you don't, you, you don't know. And, and like I said, you know, nothing nothing's to slight Vanessa against any of this stuff, but you know, and, and unless you do look this stuff up or paying attention, all you hear is that we're giving money over to them, but then still it's helping the economy. That's why that's why they always say war is good for the economy. It's great for the economy. It is a yeah. it, it, it 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 helps the economy. But you know she doesn't believe it, and you're not gonna get her to believe it. But hey, man, you know I. I looked at a lot of things. I, I, I do a lot of research during the day, and I check stuff out. I do a lot of news watching. I listen to a lot of news. And, um, like I said, man, I came up with a lot of stuff that, if they, you know, like with the Supreme Court this week when they, they decided to hear that case, I was like, it's a done job. If they pass that law, we in trouble. We're yeah, definitely we're in trouble if like that go.
3: Okay, they're they're, okay. they're not going to do it. But but here's the deal: for them to even consider it, uh, really shakens uh, democracy. They don't realize it, man. I, I mean, you know. And so now I'm like, okay, do we? A lot of people are saying, hey, add more members to the court, you know, sh- even it yeah. out. But you yeah. know, is that something? But listen, man, you just once again, the president just can't wave a magic wand and make something happen. Hell. You have to get Congress and people to confirm those folks. So it's easier said than done. And let's just call it what okay. it is. They got us. Mitch McConnell got us. He stole two seats. Period. Not really two seats, because, but 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 once again, let's look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg. People told her to step down during the Obama down. administration. She didn't. She should have stepped down. She, she didn't. Have, that should have been what she, a have she stepped did. Down. She should have
4: stepped down. Yeah. Yeah, she should have. And you know, I'm talking about she gonna wait on a new president, and you did not have chance to. God bless you. God rest your soul. But you should have stepped down. She, she should, have
3: should have stepped, have. Down. She should have stepped mm-hmm. down. She should have stepped down. She should have stepped down. Period. You know. And so people are saying this next election election is important because there are a couple of Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court now are considering retirement. So you know, mm-hmm. you never know what's gonna happen here. But she should have stepped down. And so we can sit here and talk about Mitch McConnell, but had she stepped down, he wouldn't have been in the position to steal the seat in the first place. So it is what it That's is. That's true. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's time to step out. Another break. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere.
0: It's my turn. I've been waiting. my glass on it's time to step up to play overhand underhand understand i'll be ready for the dance i'll be damned if i let these nerves get the best of me stressed out a recipe for danger the memory weighs we more than the melody more than what you can see it's all in
1: place called Mzansi. The people love driving cars everywhere. They use lots and lots of electricity and chopped down many trees for firewood. And then a very strange thing happened. The weather began to change. In some places there were droughts where before there was rain. In other places the rivers flooded the grown-ups realized they were contributing to the strange weather. They discovered if they used clean energy and less electricity, they could save Mzansi for their children. What happens then?
3: How the story unfolds is up to each and every one of us. Switch off, recycle, change. Help save tomorrow, today. Online radio at <laughs> Welcome back again, 347-850-1272. Is that calling number 347 1272 It's the serious side of the beautiful Sunday. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of it. It's time to say good morning to my boy, Mr. LES Man. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. <coughs>
4: good morning, Nessa. Good
3: morning, Momo B.
4: Kathleen, ah, oh, good morning, real Dilla, ah, oh, good morning, rich sister. Good morning, American music. American and music. That first song was such a thing. It was by Alex Isley and Jack Dine. And the last, the, the last song that they played, that we played, was Baby 2, It was by Gabby Duran. Hey, good morning, my brother Hulk, Hey, good morning, my brother Jerome.
3: Let's tell you, Can we say hello to anybody in the chat room? If there's anybody in the world famous chat room, huh, huh. And our brother Commander Man's in
4: there with us. What's
5: up,
3: brother? Hey, man, love you, dog. Glad you made it through all that stuff that was going on in California. I want to say what's up and say a very special shout out to Queens in the Morning. You guys should check him out, boy. Real Dilla, her and her girls are doing it. I tell you what, I love you, some Real Dilla. Uh, I was listening to an old episode back in the day when she used to grab that, that cab and called in. Oh man, we used to have, those were good times, those were good times. I want to say what's up to the pastor. What's happening to you, pastor? I want to say what's up to, uh, you know what, mister. Starting to comment a little bit more. What's going on, mister? <laughs> mister. Uh, yeah. You remind me of the brother from, uh, what was it, the, uh, the color purple, mister. <laughs> okay, I want to say what's up to Angie? What's happening, sweetie? I also, want to say what's up to uh, Sheila and a few more people. Thank you guys for tuning in. Can't wait to to engage with you. Pulling comments down, so go ahead and post your comments in your favorite areas. Bringing them in, a man and we'll read them during the Pastor Steve State Your Case portion of the show, which. Coming up in about 20 minutes or so As we continue the conversation this morning One thing I want to talk about though Before we get back into it Eric B. Enemy, Mr. Elias You know, he can't find a job in the pros And so now he has to go to college You know, I I tell you man In a league where the majority of the players are African-American Huh?
4: Mm. What'd you say? No, why his brother? I want to know what's going on. He won two Super Bowls and he cannot get a job. I'd like I know. to know what what is it. Is it an interview? Could it could it could it could it be that or could it be that just they don't want to hire him? Right?
3: I don't know. It makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder what's going on. It, it does. I, I I don't I don't know. I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. So, uh, but he can't get a job. And, uh, you know, they keep recycling these other coaches. I mean, brothers who have played, you know, because a long time ago we were hearing well, the reason why brothers are not getting here coaching jobs is because they need to be more offensive, defensive coordinators. Well, we, we have quite a few, not a lot, but we have some. And like you said, this guy has two Super Bowl rings, and, um, you know, he can't get a job. Can't get a job. It's it's unfortunate that he has to go to the college ranks. But what I'm hearing is that he's a very, he's an old school type coach. And a lot of the modern players don't like it. They don't like it. And so, you know, being held accountable. Ooh, we, the young generation don't want to be held accountable. Damn, I've heard that song somewhere (laughs) before. But uh, yeah, so he's back in college. So it probably, if you think about Deion Sanders, because they asked Deion, would you ever coach at the next level? He said, no. I think that when you're at a level in college, when you're the highest paid adult in the room in most cases, it's easier to, you know what I'm saying? I just think it's an easier situation to talk to young men versus grown-ass men who make $100 million a year and who can walk into the owner's office and say, hey, you know what? I want them gone. So I, I guess I can see it a little bit. I um, want to say congratulations to my baby girl. She was uh, she participated in a, uh unsigned showcase event where you had college coaches there checking out the talent in San Antonio uh this past weekend. She did pretty good. I'm proud of her. So uh you know let the uh you know let the vetting begin. Uh so we are very happy of uh of, of uh, her performance. Come
4: in. I know that.
3: Yeah. So let's hope so. Uh,
4: and, come
3: uh, in by the mounds. well let's hope so. She's, she's a little banged up too. So sometimes when you're a little banged up, maybe I don't know. She was a little banged up, and so there were times where she was coming up to court late and stuff because she has a, you know, she has a contusion on her foot. But she played hard, and I noticed one of the coaches were, were kind of talking to her, pulling her to the side. So that's always a good thing, one of the college coaches. So very, very happy, and uh, hopefully uh, that'll lead to a scholarship to keep her hands out of my pockets. So, Miss Elias, man, last segment of the morning, man, what you got on the agenda? <laughs> well, you brought this up
4: early, Jane. And I'm always talking about voting, so why not talk about this? Realize this: the, the, the presidential election, it, it doesn't matter to me. Like it should sure matter to me, because there's 435 congressional seats that are up, and 33 senate seats that are up this year. Vote.
3: Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Hard. You know what, though. More
4: important than the presidential
3: election. I I agree, but 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 here's the catch on this. Uh, They're saying that there's a possibility that the Democrats will not win the Senate this this time around. Um, They're saying the numbers are not looking good for them. Um, You know, and I wish these are the times I wish Jerome was here, uh, because you know I I can't give you any in depth knowledge in regards to how that shakes out. Um, I think there's a good possibility of us winning the House and think about how historic that will be because King Jeffries will be the first African-American Speaker of the House in this country's history. Think about this for a second. We've been around all these years and here we are in 2024 saying the first African-American of this, that, and the other. What does that tell you about our country when you think about it? When you really and truly just dig mm-hmm. deep. We've been around for a long time. would you really believe about,
4: that about the Senate, Jay. You
3: you believe what? What do you I believe?
4: I believe, believe that about the Senate because with this IVF thing that's going through, everything's ass is handed to him.
3: Yeah, but see, we keep saying that, but we always have to understand something. The headwinds of gerrymandering. The headwinds of gerrymandering, man, those headwinds are real. Because we've put the numbers out there before how this country votes. This this country votes democratic when you look at it, but yet still, you know, the GOP holds most of the gubernatorial uh, seats in this country because they, you know, thank God, was it Wisconsin where they made them go back and redraw? Was it Wisconsin they made them go back and redraw the maps? What was the mission? Yep. I can't remember. Yep. It. It sure Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It was Con- Wisconsin. No, it, was, it, was right. West Con- it was
4: Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Made them go back and redraw the maps. And so for the first time, uh, you know, <laughs> we're looking at something that may change. But until those gerrymandered districts remain, you know, as long as they're in place, man, it's hard. Think about what happened in Virginia. And so when you're facing those types of headwinds, that means that you really have to get people out to vote. Cause you know, when I, you know, listen, everybody knows I'm an old basketball coach. I always tell my, I used to always tell my players, listen, you know, you have to listen. You already know you're playing five against seven or five against eight when you include the referees. So that means that you really truly have to really and truly compensate for those fools. So, you know, so the game can't be close, Because if the game is close, the referees can dictate and determine they'll have an impact on the outcome. So the the get-out-the-vote effort is important here, Mr. Elias, because there's no way that you're going to overcome these headwinds of gerrymandering unless everybody gets out the vote. So you're right. Come out the vote. Vote hard, like you said. Get out the vote. You're definitely
4: right. But like I said, I I think this IVF thing because if you if you look at because I I watch I watch this and I look at C span I watch I watch so much news man I'm sick of it. A lot of women, middle class white women, that they would probably never vote for Biden, vote for them now because they didn't realize what's going on, and then now they're talking about fact that these people are uh, uh, who are passing these laws, because one the one woman in Texas that I can't remember her name, that, that, that almost died from having a baby, uh, she had to go out of state she, to she, have the abortion. Taking yeah. eggs, she's taking all of her eggs out of the state of Texas and moving them. I'm yeah. tired of being controlled by them. Point and, and, and the Republican Party is not backing down from this, from the Alabama case. Pushing forward with that case, and that, that's gonna hurt them because you know Texas is gonna be on next with it because anything that they, another state do, Texas follows right behind. Yep. Texas to be on that on that on that on that train a little bit right after them. Yep, it's gonna hurt them. It's gonna hurt them. I don't know. You know,
3: hey man, it ain't looking good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I just think that uh, the numbers are saying that we could lose the Senate, and uh, there's a possibility of of uh, retaking the House, so you still will have divided government. Um, you know, and back in the day, that wasn't a bad thing. I just think that you know we're all different people. People have different opinions on certain things, and every country. I mean, every citizens should be represented by their state representatives or by their, you know, their representatives of the state that, you know, their rep- they're representatives at the national level. And the problem that you have is that Republicans are cheating. They're cheating to win. Let's just call it what it is. So if America wants to vote center-left, then let America vote center-left. But they're cheating to maintain Once again, I could never understand how President Obama or even President Biden, they win all the major metropolitan cities in Texas, but they lose the state. Come on, man. I I mean, when you vote for a class president, they tell you to put the names in a little box in the hallway. Do you count up whoever had the most votes? They win. The last time I checked, that's the way it should be. But they, they cheat
4: popular
3: vote though. See that? I mean, people, don't, people don't believe in the popular vote at all. Well, well they I'm don't. glad you brought that <laughs> they up. Don't. Because out of the last how many years? The only president, Republican president who won the popular vote was George W. Bush and that was right after 9-11. That's it. Hell, the Supreme Court played a role in him even becoming president. <laughs> But they gonna hold up this. on this one. But think about this though. Had Gore won the presidency, I don't think we would have had a President Obama. I'm just being honest. I, I, I just yeah. don't I don't I don't yeah. think we would have had a President Obama. So so or maybe we would have <laughs> had a saying, President Obama, you know, huh? What? That his
4: bro- They told Bush his brother was so bad that he had to elect a black man. That- that's how bad they said he was. They're like, wow.
3: They said, what not say that again?" His
4: brother was so bad. They told Jeb Bush, "Your brother was so bad at being the president, they had to elect a black man."
3: Well, is that what they said? Okay. Well.
4: President Obama. There
3: you- yeah. There you go. So I really, truly believe had Gore won. Uh, then there's no way. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah. Because I think he, if he have won, he would have been a two-term president, and we all know that in most cases. And I guess I have to go back and look at history. Have we ever had in the last, I don't know, well, let's think about it. We could talk about it now. In the last, what, 25, 30 years, have we ever had, after a term, you know, Democrat, Democrat. Uh, okay, so think about it. So you had Jimmy Carter. Let's go back to Kennedy. So you had Kennedy. Now, Johnson became the president because of Kennedy's assassination. After Kennedy, after Johnson, there was Richard Nixon, right? And then Nixon got impeached. so you had Gerald Ford. Uh, then after Ford, you had Carter. Mm-hmm. Carter, you had Reagan. After Reagan, you had – who you have after that? You had uh, – who was after Reagan? Sure. Was it? Was it a, okay? There it is. Well, so it was yes. George W. Bush. Bush yes. Yeah, it was. H- there okay. is, so there it is. So okay, so there is there. Okay, so we have had two of um, uh, the same party presidents back to back. So that's what I was trying to figure out. So you had Reagan, Bush, and then you had you know then mm-hmm. uh, Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Obama, Obama, uh, Trump, and then Trump, uh, Biden. So there was that time we had back-to-back mm-hmm. same parties winning the presidency after an eight-year term of an uh, incumbent president. Okay, so there it was. Bush. Interesting. All right. All right. We'll take our last break. Coming up next on the... On, no. He's not here. We won't be doing that. Coming up next uh, uh, State Your Case uh, Pastor Steve's uh, comments from the chat room. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: That powerful storm that's been hitting California, Sierra, Nevada has dropped heavy snow in the Lake Tahoe Basin. That blizzard expected to ease today. Sophia home of Member Station KUNR reports.
1: The Lake Tahoe area remains trapped in a blizzard with the main roads in and out of the area closed. Residents are spending most of their time shoveling snow and staying warm. Mark Carranzo, an attorney who works in New York, moved to the area during the COVID-19 pandemic. He says while last winter saw more snow in total, this storm is stronger than any he experienced last year.
6: (laughs) It's a big deal, there's a lot of snow. I don't know when
0: we're going down the hill.
1: There have been intermittent power outages since the start of the storm, and authorities have asked people not to travel. Blizzard conditions are expected to clear out by the end of the weekend. For NPR News, I'm Sophia Holm in Reno.
2: The wildfire threat remains ongoing in the Texas panhandle today because of warm temperatures, strong winds, and low humidity. The National Weather Service has posted red flag warnings for fire danger remaining in effect through tonight. The Smokehouse Creek fire has killed at least two people and has destroyed as many as 500 structures. Vice President Harris will be in Selma, Alabama today to help mark a bloody Sunday. She'll be joining the annual march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge and deliver remarks on the civil rights movement. Alaska's Iditarod sled dog race gets underway for real today. Following yesterday's ceremonial start, timed competition begins. This year's race is one of the smallest in terms of competitors. 38 mushers and their dog teams will start the race. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News.
3: Pastor Steve state your case uh, where we take comments from the world famous chat room and from social media how you all want to read before we get out of here let's see here let's see uh, Pastor Steve says peace and bless with family Mr. LES and J. Rob must radio Mr. Elias J is correct you did mention Trump you guys are the best Felicia from Carrington, Texas where is that at? I've heard of that uh I have been waiting all week to hear this show. (laughs) Okay, Felicia, meet them. Mr. L.S. did his thing. Uh, Mr. Texas Arcana. I like him. All right. Mr. L.S. Jay is right about January 6th, sir. He got you. LOL. Uh, Christina from Chicago. Uh, I'm not reading that. Okay, Sheila from Orlando, Florida. Before I move on, Christina, listen, let me just say this. I, I, I'll read comments as long as you don't use profanity, and this thing is profanity laced, so that's the reason why I'm not reading your comment. Uh, next week, if you want to send something in and take all that stuff out, by all means, we're we'll reading. But I'm just not—I'm just not going to read that. I'm not reading that. That's just—that's just—that's just too much. I, look, I was trying to figure out how do I read it without saying some of the words. I, I'm not even going to attempt to do it. All right, so Sheila from Orlando, Florida, uh, L S, you know I love you. Miss Elias, you got a love thing in Atlanta, huh? Miss Elias, you know I love you, but you did say Trump. Oh, okay. Angie from Miami, Florida. Ooh, Florida checking in. Say it ain't so, my brother. Miss Elias, you let Drake trick you into talking about Trump. I didn't trick him into... You know where Answer gone somewhere. Uh, Mason... Oh, look at this one. Hey, you know he was. You know he was gonna
4: talk about. Hey, hey, That's hey, hey. Sheila, my,
3: Sheila. You mind your own business. Mind your own I'm business, Sheila. Yeah, what oh, I'm sorry, not you. Your right, Angela. Angela. You're right, Shane. You're baby. Right, baby. It's Angela Clown. All right, so listen. Here's one. Hey. Watch this. This guy's name is Mason J. Esquire from Detroit, Michigan. He writes, very interesting show. I am intrigued and will return to listen to more episodes in the future. Are there any shows during the week? Well, Mason J. Esquire.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, Mason
3: long Mason, <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Mason. I'm sorry. It's Mason it Hold on, get it right. Get it right. Get it right, Mr. Elias. It's Mason
4: it J.
3: J. With Trump, right? Hey, get it right, sir. It's Mason J. Esquire. What does that mean, Esquire? I'm I sorry, I'm just gonna show my ignorance. What does Esquire mean? What lawyer. Does mean? It's a lawyer? I don't know. Why can't you just can't call him an attorney attorney in law? Why that has gotta be Esquire. I'm hey, sorry, lady. Mason. I'm
4: sorry. He can't call himself what the hell he wanna call himself. Why are you cheaping okay. what this man calls himself? That's
3: true. That's true. You're
4: listening, brother. I appreciate
3: you. Mason J, thank you, sir. He says very interesting show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm intrigued. (laughs) And we'll return to listen to more episodes. Maybe not after hearing this. (laughs) I like you. Love you, Mason J. Esquire. All right, let me get one more in here. Uh, Who is this? Darion from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, fam. I ain't going to lie. Every week I tune in for the music and I tolerate the political talk. LOL. Okay. (laughs) Hey, hey, to each his own, brother. To each his own. (laughs) Do I have time for one more? No, let's just get on out of here. Online
1: radio at its best.
3: Folks, now it's time to say goodbye to all our company, M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E, time for us to put a bow on this thing. It's been a fun show. Mr. L. S. man, hey, give you the golf clap. You did pretty good. You still talked the Trump, feel still creeped in the conversation, but I agree. It was probably, eh, maybe 80, 20, non-Trump. So, hey, bro, good job, dog. all oh, I had to dominate our conversation. He doesn't
4: like that, too. I to talk about
3: You know, the last thing in the world I want to do is admit when you're right, so I won't do it. So, Mr. LDS, man, it's time for final thoughts. <laughs> it's so for <cool, laughs> final thoughts.
4: You wow. are a jackass. Look, my final I thoughts to this, folks. There are 435 congressional seats up for, for election this year and 33 Senate seats. Folks, if you don't want your democracy less work, get out and vote. Because I'm telling you, these people are telegraphing what they're going to, to do. And if you don't believe me, look at Project 2025. I know it's a hell of a read, but you got from now until November to read it. Read it and get into it, because they're trying to take away all your rights. So get out and go, so if you don't get out and vote, you don't have a voice.
3: I hear you. And Sheila talking about some Mr. Elias. You know I love you. You don't even know Mr. Elias. He don't even know you, Sheila. So stop it. You don't Hey, hey, you, hey, hey,
4: hey, 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 get off the Get off of her!
3: Get off of her! What's your last, oh, last, last name, then? What's your What's your last name? What's your last name?
4: You want down in front of you?
3: I don't have her like last I
4: name.
3: I don't. Why? Well, it means you don't know her. You just proved my you
4: point.
3: <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Hey, listen, no, listen. Gonna, for, 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 for for me to
4: talk trash about somebody that I don't know me. They don't.
3: I don't know me. Okay, well Sheila, we know. Listen, we understand that, that's, a that, lot of that's you. Trump ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We know, folks, that uh, you spend a portion of your day with us, and uh, you feel we feel like we know you, and you know us, and so it's a beautiful thing. We appreciate it. Uh, listen, I just want to say, once again, congrats to my baby girl for going out there and putting forth an effort. Uh, you know, dad loves you. Dad will travel the world and back to make sure you have the opportunities you need to get to the next level. Even if that means I got to stand at Walmart and be a greeter for the weekends. I'll do what I got to do for my baby. That's what I do. That's what I do. I also want to say thank you to our listeners, our listeners, because without y'all, it would be no us. You spend your time with us, whether you listen live or listen during the week Uh, we appreciate you unfortunately sometimes people leave comments during the week it's just not feasible for us to try to you know collect those or read them during the next show i've had some comments from shows we did three weeks ago so i don't know maybe they think they're listening to it live i have no idea but continue to listen on whatever platform you listen support the people that support us i mentioned queens in the morning check those guys out Uh, You know, it's a good show. Just any place you can go and get knowledge, go and grab knowledge. I also want to say this. uh, Yesterday, I had the opportunity to stop by and visit my ex-mother-in-law's grave. And, um, you know, it was a somber situation, to be honest with you, because not only where they have her buried is is a cemetery that's been forgotten. It's chained off. We had to climb through barbed wire fence to get to her grave site. And we had to walk through weeds. And when we got there, it was overgrown. It's unkept. Matter of fact, there was a dead animal just feet feet away from her grave. So I took some, some stuff. I cleaned off the headstone. I brought some fresh roses out there because her first name was Rose. I took down all the high um, uh, uh, vegetation that had that has grown and died around her grave. It's just a damn shame and I wish I knew the name of that cemetery because I would call somebody about this. So the next time I'm in that area, I'm taking some bolt cutters and I'm cutting the damn locks because people should have the ability to go and pay their respects to their loved ones. And for that place to be in the condition that it was in, it was appalling and it just hurt me to my heart to see it. So we appreciate you as always and uh, you know Bottom line, have a just a blessed work week, and don't forget to tell people that you love them. Give them their roses while they're here, because once they're gone, they're gone, and uh, there's no coming back from that. So on that note, Mr. L to the E to the S, if it's Sunday, we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? Time for the serious side of the J
4: Show
3: know, Mr. Elias, this ending is the only thing that's left from the original serious side, but we're going to keep it because we want to stay in contact. So, for Mr. Elias, I'm Jay Riles. They have a wonderful work week, and remember if it is Sunday and we're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side of the Jay Riles show. We'll see you next week. God bless. Take care.
1: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best. Hey, hey,
3: hey, good all. If you're resident, map of the sap. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am
1: first very honored that you would join me. Tonight. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrell right away.
4: Hey, how are you, Kathleen? You know what? I'm gonna make a do with a do-based. Man, what's crackin', a baby? What's crack a It's time for the serious side of the James Brown Show.
6: Don't try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch.
1: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network.